Dancy Lagarde fans, you will be thrilled to know a book is coming out if you fund it. Via Unbound, we are publishing The Dancy Lagarde Reader by Alice Fraser and Dancy Lagarde, a glorious insight into the world of Dancy Lagarde, self-published romance maven and online bestseller. If you would like to find out how to support it, go to thebuglepodcast.com. If we get enough support, we will publish the book. That's a real thing that's going to happen. Thebuglepodcast.com to support The Dancy Lagarde Reader. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Posters and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks the 19th of June of the year 2020, and on this day in 1862, slavery was outlawed in the US territories, making June the 19th, also known as Juneteenth, marker of the day when all slaves in America were freed, which made the whole slave-owning problem and the problems caused by slave-owning go away with no lasting repercussions to the fabric of society in an ongoing way. Also, celebrations on the 19th of June include Garfield the Cat Day. Garfield being the famous pizza-loving fictional black-and-white cat from the famous comic strip Garfield, which was created by writer Jim Davies. The character was named after Jim Davies' grandfather, John Arbuckle, and his lovable pet dog, Opus. In the comic strip, a beagle named Opus makes regular appearances as Garfield's nemesis. Garfield, the famous pizza-loving cat. Your guest today on the podcast is celebrity self-help guru and dick deflector, Tiff Stevenson. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me again. Lots of self-help tips today, every day, forever. (laughs) Just keep living, guys. Just keep trucking. Keep going. In spite of overwhelming evidence that we should not bother with society as a whole. Just keep going. Coming up today, we'll be talking all the latest in female politicians news with our female politician correspondent, Tiff Stevenson. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. In the news today, the meteor that almost hit the earth on June the 6th has demanded an interview with mainstream news stations after its near miss with Earth's orbit was kept out of the news by continuing pandemic politics and civil unrest in the United States. The meteor is quoted as saying, I can't believe nobody knows there was a meteor headed straight for Earth. I was headed straight for the Earth. I missed by what is in space a terrifyingly close margin. In other space news, after SpaceX's successful Dragon launch, other billionaires have been given a Cold War-style incentive to make their space programs flashier and more impressive. Jeff Bezos is said to be planning to deliver a cheaply made plastic item that doesn't look like it did on the website to Jupiter. And billionaire Josh Gondelman has said he plans to launch the whole planet of Earth into space. And in breaking news, apparently the internet is now full. People have been producing content like the internet would never fill up, but now apparently the internet is full and we need to delete a large portion of the internet, so we're going to have to choose. So put in your pictures for which bits of the internet need to be entirely deleted. Write to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. That's all the time we have for the headlines of stories we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because every cell of your body is a biological clock aching to get pregnant with a carbonated cola drink. Are you useless? 
I mean, can't even make fajitas from a fajita kit useless. Are you the fool that's too much of a fool even for foolproof tasks? Do you have more money than sense? If so, buy the Airborne Roomba Drone Home Companion 7000. The Airborne Roomba Drone Home Companion 7000 will hover over your shoulder while you attempt basic tasks and helpfully tell you what you're doing wrong. If a task still proves too difficult, the Airborne Roomba Drone Home Companion 7000 will use its laser technology to evaporate the task and tell you you're a good boy anyway. It's like the mother you always wanted, and actually had, but always forget to call. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by artists. Artists. They're everywhere. You don't have to pay for their art, just pay them to do something. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Homeschooling Maths Problems. And here's your Homeschooling Maths Problem for today. One ton of the top layer of the lunar surface holds about 32 ounces of water, which is four cups. If you squeezed out an eighth of a ton of the surface of the moon, you would get half a glass of water. Also, Dwayne the Rock Johnson eats a quarter of a ton of cod a year, which is a great fact and true. If Drain the Rock Johnson weighed as much as a quarter tonne of moon, factoring gravity, how many glasses of water would Dwayne want to drink after his daily cod? And that's your homeschooling maths problem for today. (laughs) Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. And that's all the time we have for your ad section because now it's time for your top story. The last post. And your top story is a great one today. Female politicians news. Tiff Stevenson, you're our female politicians correspondent. What's happening in the world of women in politics right now? Uh, Yeah, I am a female politician correspondent. Am I female? Yes. Am I a politician? No. Do I have opinions on it? Yes. There's some great (laughs) female politicians out there at the moment. They're getting good press. So we should talk about the women crushing pandemic right now. Like, if we had a woman in charge here rather than Boris and he's slightly handshaking, I think things would be very different. Like, it's almost as if women can multitask. The countries, <laughs> the countries with female leaders suffer six times fewer COVID-19 deaths. We just have a man constantly talking about it like it's a war effort. We will win this war. We're halfway through the battle. Because Boris is nothing if not consistent in his effort to become the wish.com version of Churchill. It's uh, quite remarkable. I genuinely think they only encouraged sort of travel to beauty spots. So at some point he can say, we will fight them on the beaches. (laughs) And then he'll literally jizz all over himself and maybe just quit as prime minister. There's a feminist saying that the personal is the political, which I've taken to mean that in my personal life, I need to demand a mandate of the people if I'm going to do any kind of basic tasks. (laughs) Yeah. You need a personal manifesto. What do the polls say? Do the polls say I should do the washing up? I don't know, but it is called manifesto. Why isn't it called womanifesto? Yeah. Sexist. Sexist. <laughs> Why is it called a politician and not a holotician? <laughs> <laughs> if we had like Jacinta Ardern, then you and I, we would be back doing shows right now, like they are in New Zealand. New Zealand comics are back on stage. 
because Jacinta has cruised, like, through everything. She cruised through an earthquake in the midst of a press conference. The men shit themselves, and she was like, did the earth move? Not for me. Don't flatter yourselves, drongos. <laughs> I don't even know if Kiwis use the word drongos. Doesn't matter. <laughs> the, the point is, New Zealand has had 22 COVID deaths. In the UK, we've had 50,000. 50,000, and we're easing the lockdown. Do you know how many Australia's had, Alice? We've had uh, slightly over 100, so we've managed it remarkably well. But our uh, Prime Minister is not quite as charming or elegant as Jacinda Ardern, so we're keeping it quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Angela Merkel's getting good press. Um, she's digging deep into Germany's pockets to help with the pandemic relief. They've been talking about a corona bond, but I don't think that would be a very good film. Um, <laughs> similarly well I haven't even got a female Bond yet or is the next one meant to be a fi- I never understood the idea of a female Bond the character of Bond is like pathologically misogynistic and he's yeah. like that's part of the point I mean a self-hating woman is not unknown in Hollywood yeah we'll just get a self-hating female Bond listen just a Bond a, a lady Bond that's like I'm, I'm, I just make friends with boys you know I just my, my friends just tend to be men I don't know why I'm not yeah, like the other yeah. girls. <laughs> I'm not like the. I'm the pick me. Pick me. I'm the girl. I'm the cool girl. I'm the cool girl. Yeah. It's quite likely that they would literally put a virus in as a bond before they would put a woman. I do think that is a, that is a more of a possibility. I mean, similarly, there's been a positive pattern that's occurred in Denmark, Norway and Finland, all ruled by women as opposed to Sweden, ruled by a man, where economic considerations trumped health concerns and ultimately resulted in the highest death toll per capita in Europe. So, you know, but in Britain, we wanted to see some horses flogged around a racetrack. So we got what we deserved. (laughs) 50,000 deaths. I honestly never thought I'd miss Theresa May, but I think I missed Theresa May. Well, horses for courses, which I assume is a a saying about periods. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's all the time we have for your top story today, because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you too can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. Dear Alice and fellow explainer of a complicated world. That's you today, Tiff. During these difficult times, I have come to rely on the last post as my main source for understanding the news. As such, I was hoping you could help me understand the US government's concept of an executive order. Having a mechanism that avoids the delay of approval by Congress does seem valuable when urgent action is needed. Addressing rioting by deploying the National Guard in the midst of a global pandemic does seem to fit the exceptional circumstances where the president would be justified issuing executive order. I would very much appreciate it if you could explain why his executive order was about his Twitter account. Thanks for your insight. Confused from Cambridge. Tiff, have you got any answers for this? Is this to do with Trump tweeting and then having uh, his account suspended? I think it's to do with the fact that he signed an executive order about Twitter, about about, uh, regulating social media platforms. Uh, more okay. heavily as a result of Twitter having censored him. It was a knock-on effect. I don't understand the bit about the National Guard. I don't <laughs> understand the genu- bit about where you asked me to explain anything <laughs> that Donald Trump does. That is a man uh, yeah. whose mind is opaque to me. And although there are some people on the internet who spend a lot of time interpreting his sayings as sort of gnomic utterances that reveal a deeper underlying uh, conspiratorial truth, I think... I'm actually offended that you've asked me to explain it because it's made me think about it and you can go f*** yourself. (laughs) I may as well do a palm reading. 
it's as made up as that. His reasons for anything are as vague and impossible to understand. The answer is who knows? And also, stop sending me stupid letters. Send me good letters. You can send me a good letter at the last post at somethingelse.com. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Your guest on the podcast today was Tiff Stevenson. Tiff has been doing great work on our podcast for the last 10 years and if you enjoyed her work on today's podcast, you can go back to episode 9 or episode 12 of this year uh, to enjoy more of her fantastic Tiff Stevensoning. Tiff, have you got anything to plug? Yeah, sure. Let's plug the YouTube. Why not plug the YouTube channel? Tiff Stevenson Comic is my account name, I think. If you type in YouTube forward slash Tiff Stevenson Comic, you will find my channel. You will find various goodies on there, such as clips of my stand-up, such as me pretending to be Stevie Nicks and Cartman, such as me doing videos for The Economist. There's lots on there, so go find it. Watch, enjoy. And um, we'll be forever friends on the internet. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You did a great job this episode as ever, Tiff. The last post is a something else, Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at at alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or commit to the Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter. As they and we always say, Good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Uh.